The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Red Board Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside of own, as always, easier said than done, is Michelle Yu. Michelle, um, I'm having some technical difficulties, so I'm sorry that I don't sound perfect today. You know, that's kind of like the theme of our show is technical difficulties. Yeah. So well, it's not that big of a deal. I also have mental difficulties. So, um, none of us can help that, Billy. No, no. I wish there was a way to uh, fix all that's ill with my mind, but uh, so far, so good. Uh, I'm still here. We're still here. And we have a great guest today. Um, did you look this guy up? Tim Martin? Tim Martin. Well, yeah. I know his horse. Who's yeah? I mean, it's a great story. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, we're gonna find out. He's got a Breeders' Cup contender um, in uh, Tyler's tribe. Tribe. Tyler's mm-hmm. tribe, and the horse is undefeated. And um, we're gonna find out all about uh, Tim Martin, which is and t- Tim got his one thousandth winner last year. Oh, two years ago. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. All right. Well, we'll find out all about Tim Martin and Tyler's tribe. There's a lot of T's. Uh, I like it. But before we do that, let's get on with it because I, we know our listeners want to hear what the big three things of note are for this week. So first thing of note, number one, was just we had a lot of like Breeders' Cup winning your in races over the weekend, um, including the Frazette, which went to Chocolate Gelato for Rapoli Stables. There was the Chillings. I don't know. The Chillingsworth was a winning year in, actually. But CC won that sprinting. The Zenyatta Stakes over at Santa Anita. Just, I, I really quickly just want to hear from you. Like, what was your favorite race from over the weekend? Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna say, you know, I'm going to stick on the West Coast. Right? Okay. Um. You know, I think the race that probably was the most intriguing to me was Defunded winning the... Uh, well, Aren't you mad at Defunded? So mad. And no one believed me. I, so for those of you who don't know, I picked Defunded basically like every single race on Beach Boss this, this summer. And, yes. And then for whatever reason the other day, I did not play him. And I was literally beside myself when he won. I was so mad. But, you know, congratulations to uh, Bob Baffert and, of course, the uh, three amigos who are just having the year of years. They also won the uh, sprint turf for juveniles. The uh, It was the speakeasy with Speedboat Beach, Beach. Mm-hmm. who, uh, of course, ran and uh, set the track record at Del Mar this summer. They are just having the meet of ages, the year of ages, and they run Cave Rock this weekend in the American Pharaoh. So um, the Three Amigos is, consists of Mike Pegram, uh, Paul Whiteman, and Carl... Um, oh, I just blanked Watson. on Watson. Carl Watson. 
And they, they're great guys. They've been around a long, long time. You've seen many of their horses. They had Real Quiet. They had Silver Bullet Day. They had, they've had so many good, good Captain Midnight Steve, Loot. Midnight Loot. And, and they kind of were quiet for a couple years. And they have come back with an absolute vengeance. And that was nice to see them uh, win a big race over the weekend and head to the Breeders' Cup. I told, I saw Baffert, I said, the good news is you, you want to win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup Classic. The bad news is you want a Breeders' Cup win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup Classic. Right? <laughs> because uh, I got to say, I had a similar notion as you because all summer I was talking about how be it, right? Right. And you poo-pooed me, and you're like, this horse can't do it and everything. And so coming into this, I'm like, yeah, he's not going to do it. I think Forbidden Kingdom just going to go roll. Are you serious? And I didn't use him. Oh, Michelle. I Listen, I'm friends with the new owners because we used, we actually I claimed. I talk me off of him this summer. No, I know, but we both were so wrong. In fact, I didn't even use Forbidden Kingdom in that race. I only used Howbeit and one other. And, Shut um, the front door. I, I, I kid you not because I thought he ran so well last time. If he could get outside, the race kind of set up. And it was the Sanita Sprint Championship, right? Yep. And uh, um, his owners, Greg and Hans, and, and, and obviously Mark Glott did a tremendous job with this horse. And, you know, listen, how be it is what he is, he kind of needs his trip. But when he gets it, he's real tough. When he gets to the outside like that, and let's be honest, wasn't the greatest of San Anita Sprint Championships right. in the world. Um, we, can, we can say that, I think, without, you know, hurting anybody's feelings. Uh, but it was it was a good race and congratulations and and I'm sick so you're sick about him I'm sick about the yep. funded who else are we sick about? Um, well, let's just talk about real quick the two other races that are Breeders Cup Classic implications and the first of those would certainly be the Woodward Stakes at Belmont at the Big A. Life is good. Won it. I I don't know if I was overly impressed by his Michelle, let's be honest. Victory. Michelle, no one was overly impressed with okay. that victory. I mean, you know, maybe it was the slop, maybe who knows what it was, but he just visually he looked like he was kind of struggling. Uh, that other horse came to him. I believe it's a Mike McCarthy law, tri- law professor. professor, Mike McCarthy. He's uh, a Rob Rob Attress now actually. Oh, is he Rob Attress? Mm-hmm. Um and and he came to him and he actually looked like he was going to win. Going to go by, right? Yeah. And uh, life is good dug in so you know, we need life is good, though, in the classic. You know, we need life so, is good. If you own life is good, wouldn't you run him in the dirt mile? Hell no. He, no? He, no. Life is good has already proven how good he is. He's a multiple grade one winner, I believe. And he needs to take on flight line because think about it, Michelle. He's already at his, uh, we'll call it the bottom of what he's worth. Okay. Whether that's, I don't know how much that is. Millions. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to hurt his value in the race. The only thing he can do is if he beats Fight Line, is in, is improve his value, and he would be, you know, the horse to beat Fight Line. So I think you have to. Those guys at Winstar, they're they're competitive. They're they're competitors. They want to take on the best. You know, I'm gonna go back to something that happened last summer, and that was a lot of people came up and says, "Why is Flavian Pratt leaving? He's so good. He wins all the jockey standings. He wins." You know, he wins tons of money out here in Southern California, but he wanted to compete against the best jockey colony. And I think that's what Windstar's thinking right now. We want to compete. I want to take on Flightline. And I think it's good. I think it's good for the game. I think it's a smart move. Um, whether they win or not, you know, like this probably life is good's last race. And then he goes to Stallion, he goes to become a Stallion, and that's it. So they don't even need the money anyway. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm on my soapbox today. 
I like it. It's fine. No problem. I mean, but you're going to have, I thought Hot Rod Charlie ran excellent in the. That was um, our next thing to talk about. Oh, is that point two? No, well, I mean, this is called like, all like circling under like 1A. Okay. Um, Hot Rod Charlie in the uh, Lucas Classic at he Churchill Downs. Like he was beat. He was right? beat by Rich Strike, which I would have just jumped off Not a table. Just Rich Strike. I thought he was beat earlier on the race by, or was it Art Collector? Yeah, no, no, no. No, he had plenty more than our art collector. Our collector was disappointed. But Habra Charlie, when he got past, he just dug in. I thought it was really impressive. Charlie is another one. He is who he is. He is going to show up every time. The question is, is he good enough? And he's going to get his chance to take on Flightline. Good for Bill Strauss and that whole gang, Roadrunner, uh, my guy Greg. And uh, I, think, I think the classic, listen, let's talk about two different things, Michelle. First, we talk about the gambling part of it. Okay, it's not it, it, you can make it a great gambling race if you just try to beat Flightline, but you're probably not going to. But it's still going to be a great race, right? Yeah. Oh, did you leave? No. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you got Charlie. You got Life Is Good. You got maybe some of these Bafferts from out here and 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 Defunded and Country Grammar. Like, it's still going to be a really really cool race, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. All right. Um, okay, what did you think about the whole Sunny Leone thing? <coughs> so, okay, hold on. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. Uh, thing of note number two yeah. would be the riders right now are not behaving themselves. They are sitting in other people's seats. So we had two big instances <laughs> this week um, of riders that have elbowed another rider. Right. Now... One of those ended up with the rider falling off, and then the other one ended up with the rider staying on. What do you think about everything? Well, first of all, uh, Christophe Sumion, how do I say Sumion? That was atrocious, and that guy should have a major suspension. The other jockey could have been killed. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. Sonny Leon, they're blaming that the saddle slipped. I don't necessarily know about that. I wasn't there. I wasn't on the horse. I don't know. If he says the saddle slipped, whatever. He got a 15-day penalty or suspension for that. Um, it's ridiculous. Guys, ride your horse. Ride the race. Leave the other jockeys alone. It's very simple. You know what? Like, don't be an asshole. Sorry. That's how I think. <laughs> okay. Um, and then... The third thing of no is really just that Keeneland is opening up this week. I think it's going to be really exciting, obviously. Um, there's going to be winning your races to kick it off. Golden Pals going to be running. You saw big fields for the uh, turf mile race. And then you saw a huge field for the Breeders' Futurity that's already been drawn. So I think that we're just gearing up to Breeders' Cup, and it is going to go fast and furious, Billy. Well, I think the these two-year-old races are really fun, right? Uh, we're actually in one with Promise of Hope. We're in the Jessamine, and it's a 12-horse field. It's going to be you know, two-year-old fillies on the grass. You have the Surfer Girl out here this weekend, which we'll talk about after our interview. Um, and so I think these two-year-old races are really going to be fun for that Friday of Breeders' Cup. It's November 4th, and because... You know, other than maybe Speedboat Beach, there's not real and and Cave Rock in the juvenile, but we'll see what happens with him this weekend. It it feels to me like like Michelle, like anyone can come any out of anywhere and, and win. And I think it's really uh, that's those are the most interesting races at this time because you are going to have some big favorites in the Breeders' Cup Flight Line. You're going to have those Charles Appleby horses. 
Um, so it, it's it's a great time for racing this last weekend and this weekend with all the Breeders' Cup preps, and, and we'll know a lot more after this weekend. Yeah, we're going to know a lot. Yeah. Okay, I have, a, I have a question for you randomly. Okay, uh, and then we have to call Tim you, Martin. Do you think you saw this weekend a horse that will win a Breeders' Cup race? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, I think Speedboat Beach can win the Juvenile Turf Sprint. Okay. Why can't he? Uh, uh, no, I mean, yeah, he's super logical. Yeah, I, I hate I, I think, obvious. But there yeah, weren't that... I would wish he hadn't been in there personally. <laughs> yeah, of course, he finished second. But here's the thing. Like, we're going to know a lot more this weekend because this weekend is a lot of preps. Like, you know, even the John Henry that was won by Master Foxhounds, Gold fucking Phoenix ran second after chasing a slow pace. Master Foxhounds doesn't go to the Breeders' Cup. So... Um, and Gold Phoenix is going to be a big price in there, although he did run the final quarter in like 22.32, which was ridiculous. Um, can you yeah. sense my frustration? All right, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to give it to Speedboat Beach. He has the best shot, I think, coming out of last weekend. But this weekend, you'll have a you bunch. See, he came home in like 22.14. We yes. came home in like 22.23, like yeah. I think. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Very fast. Very fast. After All right. we ran 43 flat. All right. Let's call Tim Martin, okay? Uh... Okay. Let's call them and then we'll do the rest. The Owner's Box is brought to you in part by Gainsway. From top international bloodlines to rising stars on American soil, Gainsway has put together a stallion roster that is not only primed for future success, but is currently making its mark on the track, led by Caraconti's rising star, Spenderella. Make sure to check out their entire roster for 2022 and see for yourself the power, passion, and performance of Gainsway. All right, we are back here on the Owner's Box. Very special guest today is Tim Martin, uh, the co-owner and trainer of Tyler's Tribe. We're going to find all about him. Tim, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. Where are you right? You're, you told me yesterday you're in Keeneland. You're moving horses over there? Yes, sir. I'm in Keeneland now. I got here last night with the second load, so I'm actually here on the grounds right now. What's the weather like? Uh, pretty nice. It's about 41 this morning. It's got sunny and probably 70s right now. I didn't check, but pretty nice. <laughs> Tim, you take, your ja you take your jacket off now. That's good. That's good. Before we kind of yeah. get into this whole Breeders' Cup dream and everything you're going through and all the hype, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where, where, what was your introduction to horse racing? What, what a long time ago? Was it family? How'd you get involved? Uh, a long time ago. Uh, my family was, we're from Hardy, Arkansas, and my dad's a preacher, he had a church down there, and I, I, I just, we had us trained horses, like, we trained mules, horses, and all this, and then we bought a couple, my dad bought a couple uh, quarter horses, it was kind of race bred, so we took them to the, out to the fields, and they had a little racetrack down there by Evening Shade, you heard of Evening Shade, I think, uh, Anyways, I have no anyway, idea. Wait, wait, wait. So we, wait, what is Evening Shade? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Evening Shade, Arkansas. That's where, uh, uh, what's his name? He used to play. They had a movie down there or something about it. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Didn't he have something down there? Really? Something I thought. Michelle, Burt Reynolds? I thought something down there. Uh, uh, I, I have no Burt Reynolds and racing in a field? I don't know. <laughs> no, he wasn't racing. No, no. But he had a little movie about Evening Shade down there. It wasn't, wasn't nothing about a movie or nothing. I mean, it to... wasn't nothing about racing. Okay. Racing. I was thinking he did, but anyway, there was some kind of movie, and I thought he was involved in it. But it had nothing to do with racing. But we used to do that. So then 
Then a couple guys, the Lane chiropractor and his brother, they had uh, had me over at galloping. My brother there at Ash Flat, Arkansas. So we learned how to gallop, and actually we went to. Uh, I went. Well, I was about 16, 17. I went to Keeneland. I went to uh, well Lexington. I went to the the uh, um, the train center there, the covered train center there in Lexington, and galloped for him. I had a horse, Archibald, named uh, Sitka. Okay. And he broke his maiden, I think, the second time out at Churchill. Maiden special weight. Pretty good pretty good horse. So that's kind of how I got started. And then I went to Hot Springs, and that's where I live now. And um, we bought a couple horses. We get out of the Little Rock sale that John Starr had. Bought. And so we had a couple horses there. So that's kind of where it started. Started because I thought, I got to get out of Hardy. There ain't no money down there. So I moved to Hot Springs where there was people and racing and all that. So... When I was 21, I moved to Hot Springs. Uh, and you did, have you gone in the bathhouses? Uh, no, never been in. What? <laughs> I go to the lakes. I go to the lakes. <laughs> never been in. Go to the lakes all the time. Got got boats on the lakes, and I just don't. But I had never been to bathhouses, but I should. They yeah, it's really good. You absolutely should. Tim Martin joining us here on the Owner's Box. Let um. So you're 21 years old. You moved to Arkansas. Now, you, you, what happened? How did you start training? How did you start picking up owners? Uh, I picked up, a, I had an assistant license. I went to Kentucky, uh, Jim White. I went and got his assistant. He had eight horses, and they just tried to give him my assistant license. You know how they do in Kentucky back then if you had eight horses. So he gave me assistant license. I think I was about 18 then. And then I went over to uh, Fairmont Park and got my license. I worked and helped Ricky Higgs. I don't know if you know who he is, but he had into mischief, and he sold him. At the sale, it's fast equipped for about eighty some thousand. He bought wow. it for twenty to twenty five. I think I, I think he's worth more, more than life. that now. <laughs> I think he's worth a little more. I think it cost him, yeah, a lot of money. But <laughs> anyway, so I I worked with him just trying to learn, you know, get on the track and learn and all that. So uh, um, so that's kind of and then I just kind of had my own horse and I picked up a client here or two there and. Then I went to I went to Canterbury in 2001. I'd raced a lot in West Virginia and stayed gone all the time. About 2001, I went to Canterbury, and then the next year I went to to uh, Pat Pope was at the race secretary of Oakland. He's a good friend of mine. He was at Prairie Meadows, so I went to Prairie Meadows for, like, for the last 20 years, and I run Oakland and Prairie Meadows and raced at Remington. So I've so you've done it all. Some clients, you know, here and there. Uh-huh. You've done it all. You've seen so much. You've been at different racetracks, and and you go tell us the the Tyler's Tribe story because you go to a sale, and I believe from what I'm reading, you you, you find this horse for I think thirty four thousand dollars. Is that right? Yes, yeah, thirty four thousand. Uh, Tom Lepic, which is a he's a he's a partner on him, uh, Tom Lepic, and he was the we had been in business kind of partners, and I trained for him. But he was more got into the uh, quarter horse. He's the quarter uh, president of the quarter horse association there. Okay. And stuff there at uh, Prairie Metals. And and we bought, he had a filly that I trained for him. Uh, here here comes Polly. And I think I made 200000 with her. She's a champion two-year-old. Wow. And mm-hmm. so she's a pretty good filly. And then we bought his brother for uh, Polly's brother, we named him. So we bought him at Keeneland from Scott Pierce. For thirty thousand, he went the first time out. Alice Contreras threw the stick away, and he went by a length or two. And 
looked like going to be a pretty good horse. And then he come up a little sore, and I went another with him. So then when we got to this, we've been me and him have been friends for a long time. But we got to this sale this last year. He says, "I want to partner with you again. I want to get a horse." I said, "Okay," because he's got a lot of quarter horses. So we was looking at horses. Well, he come across a picture of this horse <laughs> and Tyler's tribe. And when he did, I'm like, wow, this horse don't look like no Iowa bed to me. <laughs> a horse like this in Iowa. And and so that's kind of, if you've seen his picture, when he was a year, and I keep that picture on my phone because I show it to people. They said, why do you buy him? I said, this picture. <laughs> His daddy was a nice horse, made $2.4 million, $5,000 stud fee. His mama's made 57000 and so we didn't buy him on pedigree. We bought him only because what he looked like. And when he come in that, we saw him at the sale. I'm like, we got to have this horse. This is, this is what this horse looked like was anyway, it was unbelievable. So that's how we bought him. We was, he was a high bidder, 34,000. And so we bought him and I took him to Arkansas immediately and started breaking him. Well, before that you had to give the horse a name. And I think there's a great story behind the name. Can you give us a little, uh, little, yes. As we got him down to Hot Springs, Tom got a hold of me and said, hey, my, he talked about his grandson. I knew kind of the story. And he said his grandson has leukemia, fighting leukemia, and he's seven years old then. And he said, I, I, if you don't care, if you got a name picked out, I said, no, I don't have nothing, Tom. He said, you care if we name him after Tyler, my grandson? I said, no, I don't. I said, that's fine. I don't have a name for him. I said, that'd be great. And so he, and he had leukemia, and so he named him after that Tyler's tribe i don't know where he come up to tribe oh, i think usually I when you're him, like when you're fighting cancer the people that like support yep. you think, are called your tribe i believe it was on social <laughs> I media probably, I, I think yeah probably yeah. And that's probably what it was so so he come up then he come up with the name and and uh uh i was good with it it's fine so we got it approved he got and and we sent in got approved and that's where the horse come up the name so that was a that's quite a deal and the boy since then is uh he's Got his poured out in I think a week or two or a month, two weeks ago, and he's free of cancer right now. Wow. He's really, really doing good too. Is he? Oh, is he? Is, has he seen the horse run? Yeah. Does he? Every race. That's why I say oh. every race. He's been there every. The first time, and I can I don't know how forward you want me to go. We can back up a little bit, but go. this horse we had him at the farm at the training center. I got a training center in Hot Springs that me and my brother owns. Uh, I had two down there, and I sold the other one, Double M, and. Then I got the other one, the five-eighths mile track. So we breezed this horse a little at the farm, and this horse could run. I <laughs> my boys this, this horse can run, boss. He can run. So I put him with an older horse, and he just smoked that horse. And so I'm like, well, let's don't go too fast with him. So we took him right to um, to Prairie Meadows. And uh, he pulled. I worked him three times, I think, there. We already had a little gate work done uh, behind, you know, at the farm. And I worked him there, and and uh, he he bullet worked twice with other horses, but he did it with the rider would say, she's golly, she's like this horse ain't trying, he's just galloping, they're running, he's got such a stride, <laughs> and he still had two still had two bullets, and uh, so Tom he told me he goes, so the first night we had this horse in. Tom is running around giving all these Tyler Tribe shirts. He's got these boxes. Shirts. These shirts. Tyler oh my Tribe. goodness. And he's giving them he's throwing them, he's throwing them to everybody. I mean, he just any now they're all over the backside of Prairie Metals. Everybody's wearing them. Oh, that's funny, because that's <laughs> usually that bad funny. luck. Yeah. Yeah. And he's throwing them out to everybody. He just 
banging them. You know, here, you want to get this shirt. And so the first time this, and the boy was there, Tyler was there. And so in the paddock, I didn't know about this, but Tom's goes, hey, we sent the horse out. Kylie got on him. And, and he said, hey, I told the stewards, and they said, I told him if this horse don't win, then I want to get his picture with Tyler because I got my grandson here, Tyler. We won't come to winter circle with Tyler. I said, did you tell the jockey? He said, no. I didn't tell him. I said, well, we need to tell her. I love it. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, I said, but let me tell you something. Here's what I told him. I said, let me tell you something, Tom. He said, what's that? I said, I, I hate to say, but I really think when this horse runs tonight, we're going to be getting phone calls on this horse. Yeah. Because I just knew he could run. Not to not to win by sixteen three quarter lengths, but I knew he I knew he was a runner. Now I I was a little hesitant about running at four and a half front. He's a great big horse. He's he's real big. And I didn't I I kinda waiting. I kept waiting for him to put a longer race up. They kept putting that four and a half up. So I don't think he went for a day or two. And finally I asked Kylie, I was like, Well, I don't know, what do you think about four and a half? And she said, Oh no, he's fast. She said, He can run short or long. And I said, you think? She said, oh, no, he's fast. Nice. I, I said, well, uh, I said, okay. I said, so I told Tom, I said, I'm going to put him in that four and a half. He said, okay, okay. And, yeah, I, I knew, I didn't know he was that good, but I knew he could run. You know, you never know you race him. Sure. Right. You've, you've heard of all them morning glories. Oh, I, we have plenty of <laughs> them. Know. Don't worry, T Tim. That's my yeah, middle name is Morning Glory. Morning Glory. I've had plenty of myself, and I think <laughs> the runners, I had a, I first started at Ellis Park, I had a horse named Crafty's last. He was so he was so fast in the morning, and, and they got to uh, – Jim White offered to trade like five horses, cheaper horses for him. And the gate crew said, this horse said, don't tell him how good he is. He's working bullet work. He's, that thing couldn't even break. I think he finally <laughs> broke his baby for 2500 <laughs> Hey, hey Tim. Park, <laughs> Tim, let me go back to something you said because I think it's important when you're talking about the horse business nowadays – um, you win by 16 and a quarter lengths. He's super impressive. And you had mentioned, we're going to get calls on this horse. Two part question. One, did you get calls and B and two, how did you not sell? Yeah, I started getting calls like a uh, day or two later. Good, good prices too. And, and I, I'm like, wow, we didn't give it 34,000. So I, Tom, I told Tom, I said, Tom, they just keep calling me and contacting me. And I said, I've got a few calls already. And he goes, well, I don't really want to sell. I said, Tom, I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't really want to sell either. And I don't have to sell either. But I said, I tell you what, if this horse, only thing I'll tell you, you know how it is when you don't sell a horse, things go bad. Sometimes. Yep. I just said, let's insure this horse. And if we insure him pretty good, we don't sell him. And he said, that's good with me. So, so we did just to protect ourselves, and so now we've been offered a lot of money, and we have not. We don't even. I mean, we're not even considering selling. So I tell people they quit calling. The last race, yeah. they just quit calling. I've had a lot of a lot of calls. I've had a lot of people get a hold of Three Chimneys, and they called, contact me twice about buying the horse. That and he called me the second time, said, and a lot of money too. He said, I I know, you know, kind of what the answer is, Tom, with uh, Three Chimneys. He said, but I still got to ask. I got clients wanting him. And I said, no, nah, we're not, we're not, we're not interested in selling him. So yeah. that's kind of, it's kind of like I, I said, you can't put a price on fun. That's <laughs> yeah. right. But that's interestingly right. enough, you know. but, but interestingly enough, he is a gelding. So what, there is no stallion prospect here. Talk a little bit about that decision. When you know this horse is, 
serious and you know he can run, but you still feel, hey, he's going to be better if he's a gelding. Yeah, well, this is kind of what I was breaking last fall. I cut him. I cut him. I got a gun runner over there. I had a blame. I bought a gun runner that's not run yet that's getting ready for Oakland. Uh, bought him for myself out of the Keeneland cell as four gun runners' babies start running. Pretty nice baby. So I cut him too because I've had so many of these horses and and they studs. You got to really be careful. They get hurt. They they this or that. I I mean, what's my chance of getting a runner? You know what I mean? So yeah. I cut him and I got my brothers all them. Why do you cut? I said, well, <laughs> my goodness, I've been doing this 30, 30 some years and I never got a runner. And I know if they're going to be. You know, that'd be good. Yeah, if I'd have known, you know, I mean, things would have been different, I'm sure. He might not have been the same horse if you had left him a colt, though. That's right. That's that's exactly right. So I'm not even looking back. I'm just looking forward. That's how you do it. Michelle, go ahead. I know you have a question. Yeah. Uh, Well, when did Breeders' Cup become an option for Tyler's Tribe? When they contacted me. Okay. They so you were thinking me. like, oh, if uh, after, does this, I'm going to go to the Breeders' Cup. Someone called you and they, you were like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. The second race, the second race um, that he run, I run him 100,000. Uh, top recruit come over here and run. And uh, some of them others asked me to have a pretty nice horse. And he beat him by eight and a half lengths and just galloping. Didn't even, I yeah. mean, easy. You know what I mean? Yep. So, uh so I went, I think went 103 and change and just, so about two weeks later or so, that t- or two, three weeks, that 125,000 at, at Ellis Park, top recruit win that race. Well, the next morning, I get a phone call from Ben, which is the secretary at Keeneland and ben Huffman. Churchill. Yep. And he is, yeah, Ben Huffman, and he, he invited me to, he's like, hey, we'd like to have his horse up here. We'd like to have his horse in a Breers Cup. And so... I think that because he's at Prairie Meadows, you know. I mean, but when them horses went away, and then the horse that runs second to him, they beat the field at Ellis by 14 lengths. That horse come back and went to 300,000 at Churchill. Wow. Uh, oh. And then Breeders' Cup contacted me. Theirself, uh, the lady, I don't remember what her name is, but anyway, about <laughs> we want this horse over here. And so that's when we started deciding. I told Tom, I said, hey, they're contacting us about this horse. I said, we've got to. Let's, he said, oh, let's go, let's go. I said, okay. I said, I, right. So we had it, you know, we've had some offers to run, but because of the boy, and he's been there every race, there's fans. The other night, there's probably 100. If you look at the photo, the whole apron was full of people. And after Tyler, I know it's classy night, but after he runs, they thinned out pretty good. And uh-huh. there were people that when he, there was, a, every time he runs, there's like, I think the time before, probably 100 and something. And the other night, there had to be 140, 50 people in the winter circle and all these Tyler Tribe shirts. And when he leaves the gate, because people come from everywhere watching, and when he leaves the gate and that horse is kind of right along with him, when he pulls away, they start screaming and cheering. <laughs> I kind of awesome. almost got a little teary. I'm like, oh, man, this was, I mean, it was, and, yeah, because it and, was just like, yeah, you know, you, emotional, that boy there and everything. Of it's course. A, it's a quite a little quite a ride i mean it really is i'm just blessed to have have be a part of this this horse run like this because i wouldn't have i didn't i mean i knew he could run but i didn't dream that he and and you know the only thing that really impressed me on him i know we're running against iowa a lot of iowa races uh you know in iowa i'm sorry and they shipped some horses in 
but the horses they shipped in has you know a couple of them done well and he's beat them really bad easy easy yeah so no it's, a, it's he's been or neck or length or no he's been massively impression would, he's would, he's been so would, impressive yeah, Tim. yeah he's been so impressive yeah, and, and, I have a question about uh, – Michelle wants to talk a little bit more about Tyler. I have a quick Breeders' Cup question because I know there's a decision because there's a couple of Breeders' Cup races that he would be eligible for. If you wanted to stretch him out, run him long on the dirt, or you could run him short on the turf, or you could run him long on the turf too. How did you come to a conclusion which race you were pointing for? Well, because I, I, I really feel this horse will run long. I've, this, he's already run five times as a two-year-old. He's done easy. Uh, I try to freshen him up a little bit between the race at my first run. I turn, They got a little bitty round pin with sand. I put boots on him. Turn him out a few days just for an hour or two. He likes, he likes that really good. Trying to, Because I don't want him to get sour or nothing. He's just a baby, you know. And I thought if I – the last time I run that horse, I was wondering about that mile 16th. Because different people, all oh, this horse got so fast. They'll have it's Keeneland, this, you know that short stretch and all this. And so I got thinking about it. Well, and the dirt. I know he likes the dirt, uh, but the last time I run him, I asked the stewards we could gallop him out. And I told Kylie to let him gallop on out, and he went easy and just sitting on him. And uh, she kind of stood up on him, and he never went back to running. But she never. I don't think he really knew. I don't know. Right. If she got a little confused, but he didn't go on out very good. And and so I know he's fast. I know he can run. His daddy will run good on the turf. His mama runs good on the turf. He's got some siblings that's running good on the turf. So I got to thinking it all over and talking with, you know, different ones. And, I mean, you know, just because my brothers, they train both of them train too. And they're like, his horse is fast. You better not, you know, because right. I don't know if he likes the turf, but I will breeze him a time or two. on. if you don't like it, then, yeah. I may have to go over the route of ground, but okay. right now I'm thinking this horse is fast. He's fast. He put away everybody, <laughs> he's, everybody that tries to go with him. He's fast for sure. And Michelle, I know you had a question about Tyler. Yeah, I want to know. Tyler's been to all his races. Is he going to be able to make a trip to the Breeders' Cup? Oh, uh, he'll he'll make it. Oh yeah, he's good. He's like I say, he's healthy now. I think this is he's he gets excited. It's he's looking better than we did when he first got there, and the cancer. Like I said, they took the port out. He's cancer-free. Um, Tom is, uh, he's, yeah, he's got a big house rent over here. And, they'll, yeah, he'll be there. I don't think he'd miss a race. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, I don't think he'd miss a race. Michelle. Uh, I, I he's eight years old now. 11, okay. I want to also ask about your rider because you've eight. got a young female apprentice rider, Kylie Jordan, who's been riding Tyler's Tribe. So, I read, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that should you run the Breeders' Cup, you're going to keep her on the colt. So what go? What went into that thought process? Uh, well, she's a good rider. She's 20 years old. She she started last year at um, uh, Will Rogers. I think she went four races. She come in with her bug and went 29 races at, at Prairie Medals. And then she comes to Oakland and went eight or ten. In the meantime, she was shipping to to uh, Will Rogers, she won that title by 12, I think. And then she come to Prairie, and she's she got along with this horse real good. She's got a, she's just one of them naturals that you can have a baby that's being a little silly, which he's not. He's like a, he's so gentle and laid back, but you can have a baby and somebody's having trouble, put her on, they just calm and relax. She's 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 really good. And she won the title at Prairie Mills this year by, by um, four. 
went 81 races, but I, and lost her bug in the middle. But it didn't really matter. I, she she rode this horse. I told Tom she's rode it every time. She's not done nothing wrong. You know, it's a good opportunity for her too. We've known them for a long time. The family, uh, Prairie Meadows. You know, her mom, dad, sister, her. So it's a good thing for her too. And 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 I'd hate to take her off. I wouldn't want to do it for nothing. Well, I just I just won't do it because I'm pretty loyal, you know. And right. and um, uh, I've seen a lot of that, you know, in the past where they jerk them off, and it it just she's that she's running five for five. I'm she's to me uh, the day that I mean nothing wrong because them guys are good. Santana, the second race I run him. I said that night, I said, hey, I just didn't have Kylie on him. As Sant- and Santana's a number one top rider. But it's just that she knows the horse. She's worked him all the time. And so I would have her on because of that. Not because, you know, just because she's such a, she's such a, gets along with him and such a good little rider for that's, coming yeah. up. So I really, that's a great, I really feel good about her on the horse. It's a great story. Well. Yeah. yeah. You, and you have, you have confidence and she knows the horse. I think that's really important when making these big decisions because you're going to run for a million dollars. How are you going to feel, Tim, when you get into the paddock and you and, and Kylie and Tyler's tribe are right next to, you know, Bob Baffert and Speedboat Beach and, and Pegram and Watson and Whiteman. And I mean, what, what are you going to be thinking about? I might cry. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. you know it's just, I mean, it's, 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 it's good. I mean, no, it's, it's really good. I, I, uh, I just feel blessed to, to um, you know, you, you always look for a horse that can run like this. And, and uh, uh, I've, come here because i've never personally i told someone that i've never been to derby i watch on tv all the time never been to breeder's cup because i train and i i want if i go i want to have a horse that got a, got a shot i don't want to just go and think i can run last or just get in by i think this horse is legit he's a runner uh i think that you know we if everything goes good i think and he likes the turf we got a shot with some good horses because he he's not been that every time i ask county is he is like he all she's oh no i got horse left wow she keeps waiting for horses to go with him and they can't go with him i gotta tell I mean, you had some speed horses yeah i got it i gotta is, tell you michelle chili <clears throat> Yeah. I, Michelle, tell me if you think this is true. I think this is going to be one of the best stories of the Breeders' Cup. And I think that you will have a huge Tyler's Tribe fan club. And I'm hoping that Michelle and I can get T-shirts. Oh, yeah. We, we'll we get T-shirts. We'll tell Tom <laughs> to bring them to you. Because he's got them. He had, hey, I'll tell him buy another box full of them. <laughs> that first night, he threw T-shirts. There's, now I see everybody's got T-shirts on. He threw them everywhere. And it was... Um, uh, it was, it's, it's been exciting because all the people that come to watch him pray medals don't get a lot of people coming, but when he runs, there's a, you know, we might get one or two people in wear circle. We want to race at pray medals, but when Tyler, everyone in his pictures, there's a lot, a lot of the first night was 40, probably or 50. The first time he run and then they kept getting more. So, um, a truly, you know, there's people this is, that, Tim, Tim, we have had so many people on our show. Michelle and I have been doing this for we don't know how long, 10 years. We've had everybody from, you know, Judmont to uh, the, the Bill Strauss last year to, to Jimmy Bell. And I have to say that this is so inspiring. What we promote is that good horses can come from anywhere. And it is a it is a tribute to you and and your ownership group and to Tyler what you've done with this horse and I have a 
uh, I can just say for me personally, and I think Michelle will agree, I know we'll be rooting for you. So, um, and I think a lot of other people, when they hear this story, will be rooting for you as well. So congratulations and uh, make room for me and Michelle at Breeders' Cup. Bring us a couple extra t-shirts and, and we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Well, I appreciate you all uh, reaching out and, and contacting me because it's, yeah, it's good. And, you know, um, like I said, I feel really blessed because I've, I've, uh, you know, it, it's just hard to find a runner, but it's like I tell everyone right now, I said, Hey, and I always felt it, but I said, this horse is just can run. I mean, there's, you know, he just can run. There ain't no special things that he gets that, you know, he took good care of, but I do my other ones too. But he just can run, and so we're just blessed to have get lucky and get a horse that in our you know in our lifetime. Absolutely, I mean, and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So absolutely, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure yeah. you'll have a, a bunch of sleepless nights before the big dance, and we will be rooting. Uh, Tim Martin, it's been a pleasure, and we will see you in Kentucky. Hey, thank you very much, and I'll tell Tom to bring some t-shirts. There you go, <laughs> Tim Martin from Tyler's Tribe here on the Owner's Box. We'll be right back. Thank you to Keeneland Sales, a sponsor of the Owner's Box, and want to remind you about the Keeneland November Breeding Stock Sale located at the World's Marketplace. The Breeding Stock Sale begins Monday, November 7th, immediately following the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland. The catalog is now available online. You can visit november.keeneland.com to learn more. All right, back here. Wow, Michelle, I, first of all, I had chills for a lot of this, the um, interview there with Tim Martin, and like, I don't know what to say. Like, I love stories like that. Me too. I love stories like that. I mean, so much fun. And like, obviously, this is just a whirlwind. I sent you, Billy, the picture. I'll have to upload it, the picture of um, the Colt when he was in the Iowa sale. Right. I, I just love it. And I sent you the picture that I found of, of Kylie riding as a kid with her sister, riding like little yeah. tiny Shetland ponies they look like. I don't know what they are, but it's just, it's one of those stories. And like, I don't know how to make this happen, but like I want this horse to run well so bad. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't want this horse to you know get in some kind of crazy speed duel and just fade and run last. You know, I want this horse to be right there with the speedboat beaches of the world. You know, mm-hmm. I wish we could just. I wish there's a way. Like I, I don't know. I get, I get kind of emotional. Like he did too, and I think that's what. You know, I'll get on my soap back on my soapbox. That's what this game is about. It is emotional. It is emotionally exciting. It's emotionally draining. It's emotionally... I mean, I can tell you, we re- we had three horses last week lose by a combined, like, one length, okay? And I can yeah, tell you, like... the club. Yeah, and I can tell you, it's like, you, it's like... It's like mind-blowing. Like, you watch the replay, like, 40 times, and you're like, oh, my gosh, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know? And... But then when you win, it's incredible, you know? It's also incredible. So there are these... We talk about all the time, the highs, the lows, and you hear a story like this from Tim Martin. You hear a story about this kid, Tyler, with leukemia that it's named after. If you don't want to root for this horse, there's something wrong with you. Right. I'm off my soapbox. (laughs) That's good. It was good. I'm like sweating right now. So exciting to get to hear from. Good job, uh, Billy, wrangling him up. Yeah, I read the story and I just thought this is a guy I want on the show and he was really great and I love his accent. 
too. Um, all right, talk about what's coming up at uh, Santa Anita this week. It's, we got a we got a great card, great program. Yes. So uh, coming up this week at Santa Anita. First, I want to mention that we do have Show Viver coming back. Everyone that likes Show Viver, it is free to play, and they do cash prizes that are like are tiered, right? We do like weekly prizes, monthly prizes, all kinds of stuff. So, ten of ten recommend checking that out because it does make it fun to get to play along, and when it's free and you get free stuff, then it's always great. Uh, we also have Pick'em returning at Santa Anita, which is an online contest where it's like props and horse racing. So. You don't have to know anything, right? It's like, who will win more races, you know, Flavian Pratt or right. will the Giants score more against the Packers? I mean, it's oh, random, cool. like, sportsy stuff. So you don't have to, like, know handicapping to play. Right. And that contest is also free. And we also are going to be having a live money challenge. Um, so you can play on Express Bet or on track. And I do believe there's going to be a cash bonus. So for all of these and more, go to SantaAnita.com forward slash contests because that's where you get all of the great information as far as coming up this weekend if you come on friday we are giving away santa anita polo shirts Ooh, uh if you come really? on saturday it is the american pharaoh the rodeo drive and the chandelier so that's going to be fun also the asian fall fest is going to be kicking off and if it's anywhere near as good as japan family day was last week <laughs> you were in for an absolute treat. by the way that was so fun i had one of those um what were those cups that they had with, what are those called? Shoot. Um, it had the noodles and then you, you just keep adding to it and it's in like a cut and then you shake it all up. What was it? What's it called? Oh, like a ramen? Yeah, ramen. It was awesome. Oh, yum. It was so delicious. I got it a little too spicy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, you got to watch out for the spice. I know. Uh, and then Sunday, real quick, the Zuma Beach, the Surfer Girl and the Swing Time, also Asian Fall Fest uh, does continue. Wow. Okay. I mean, that was a good show. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Is this week? Hold on. What's today? Holy what? Pinolis. Okay. Also, we have holiday racing on Monday. Yeah. And it's dollar day. I forgot. It's dollar day? It's dollar day. Oh, if you don't go out Santa on Monday, Santa Anita on dollar Monday, you're just, you're missing out. Hot dogs. Yeah. And we're doing the polo shirt that day also. So Friday and Monday polo shirts. The dollar, the dogs on those dollar days are delicious for whatever so reason. I have no idea why. All right, Michelle, you're the best. Thanks to all of our listeners for listening to this crazy show called The Owner's Box. Um, all of our sponsors... All right, Michelle, you ready? Um, I'm ready. TaylorMade, Gainsway, Breeders' Cup, Santa Anita, Del Mar, uh, Keeneland. Uh, Keeneland, Adelphi, Adelphi, Adelphi or Adelphi. Uh, who am I missing? Oh, uh, Great British Racing Institute. GBRI. There you go. Um, we really appreciate it. Also, we are part of the In The Money Media Network. And uh, special thanks to Pete and JK and that whole crew. So, been a great show. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, probably Thursday, uh, with another great guest as we head into the Breeders' Cup at Keeneland uh, Friday, November 4th, Saturday, November 5th. Let me just uh, tag that real quick. Yeah. The action for Breeders' Cup win and you're in races continue this weekend. There are going to be 14 Breeders' Cup win and you're in races. Keeneland have nine races from Friday to Sunday. There's two more from Aqueduct and, of course, the three from Santa Anita that we already mentioned. There'll be coverage all weekend on FanDuel TV as well as CNBC and Fox Sports, too. Great job, Michelle. Thanks. Bye.